0: Topic I love, someone brings up the splitting of the sea. Micha mocha ba'ili And they say, Rabbi, how can I be a Jew if I'm alternating between, I believe there's supernatural miracles like the splitting of the sea, or I have to accept some rationalist God, like it's all just the golden rule and that's all there is. And I always tell them that, well, we could, we could spend a whole course reading Heschel and I could introduce you to advanced theology that says there's a very nice middle ground between here that the Talmudic rabbis embraced, but it's very hard to do standing on one foot, right? In the Torah, there's no word for miracle. There's the word nes. The word nes means a banner. It's a flag. You can know like a great miracle is a gadol. If you take the word miracle away from the English translation and you say the water split and it was a sign, right? Or something happens in your life and it's a sign, right? Maybe, um, Maybe you're taking a walk and you're thinking of someone you love who may not be with you anymore in body. And I don't know, you hear a bird chirp or you see a red butterfly and you're like, that's her bamster," right? Or you have know, little things happen. These are signs. These are, so the idea is that there's a sign being put up by God all around you. It's a very different approach. The Israelites are escaping from Egypt and there's a low tide or... What is very possible is there was an earthquake. Because, let's just say, let's say we go that route. Ancient Israel was full of earthquakes. The water goes down before a tsunami. The water goes down because of the earthquake. The Israelites are like, this is convenient, but we could drown. Let's try it anyway. Not dry land. Let's say they cross over on shallow water. And then what follows during these periods, um, earthquake activity in the area, a wave comes. And that's actually what the Song of the Sea says if you read through the poetry of it. It says there was a wind and there was a wave and the Egyptians dropped. So you're saying, well, right when we're here, there's a sign saying, go forward. And the sign comes from God. So Rabbi, are you saying it wasn't a supernatural thing? Let's take out the word supernatural and natural. What if our lives are full of signs, right? And what if living in that middle space between utter rationalism, there are no signs. I don't know what that means. Signs from whom? You're not giving me enough information or it's either supernatural or it's not a real miracle. In between is, are we fully aware of the world that we live in? You really think we understand everything about the world we live in? It's much more, this is the Talmud. It's much more suffused with the presence of God than people want to wake up to. That doesn't mean, it was a miracle, right? It's suffused with the presence of God. If you then say, I see a red butterfly, it's Herb Amster, I'm sure of it. Then you could be dancing down the road to idolatry. Because idolatry is, I know for sure the invisible messages of this world. I know exactly what's going on behind the scenes. Our God, we never know exactly what's going on. We have a connection to, to the transcendent. And then we're like, I think that red butterfly could be Herb Amster. I think that bird that won't leave me alone, that's tripping at me right when I'm having these thoughts, I think that's a loved one communicating to me. I can't know for sure. I can't, I wouldn't, you know, but I know the world's richer than I thought, than I know. That's my relationship. I think it's a sign. And so they asked me for one, I'm gonna give you one example of a sign I've never given before. And it occurred to me, which is just this. I think reading Torah each week is about looking for signs. So I get ideas in my head, or one of you sends me something to read, and I'm like, I'm going to talk about that on Saturday morning. I get excited. You know what I mean? I'm like, I read something in the paper. I'm like, I'm going to talk about it on Saturday morning. It's going to be my sermon. And then I go and I read the Parsha. And sometimes it's like the red butterfly. Sometimes it's like, oh, my gosh, I never noticed in chapter 20, verse 6, there's a thing right there that connects right to that. And then I'm like, I'm good to go. Sometimes I don't find any signs in the Torah reading. And then I'm very disappointed, but I still have the Haftarah. So then I read the Haftarah, and maybe it's an Isaiah or Ezekiel. Once in a blue moon, I get one. I'm like, that's exactly what Ezekiel's talking about in this verse. And then sometimes I don't see it anywhere. And then I don't talk about it. Because for me, it's like, I do want to be able to move in a world suffused with God. And if I don't see any little sign that says, there's a little sign here saying, that's exactly what you should be talking about right? alone was giving you a sign, Jason was giving you a sign, and the sign is in the Torah saying, then talk about it. And if you don't, then be careful of your ego, Nadav. Be careful that you're like, you're, you're better than Torah. You didn't see any signs in the Torah, but you're going to talk about it anyway. That's ego. And so that's the way I operate with my sermons. So it's a little way I, I, I move with the signs and try to live some kind of humble life in the presence of God.